0: Canada is taking a bit of a beating on the world stage these days. First, the diplomatic row with India has left so many Canadians wondering who's on our side out there in the world, and now this terrible situation involving a former Waffen SS soldier being recognized in our House of Commons—it's international embarrassment. Are we out of our league here? Like, what's going on? What do we need to do to right this diplomatic ship? Joining us now is Vincent Rigby, former National Security and Intelligence Advisor to the Prime Minister to talk more about this. Vincent, thanks for being back with us.
1: My pleasure. Good good to be here this morning.
0: So, Vincent, when you see what's happening, don't you ask the question, what is going on with Canada right now?
1: (laughs) I think it's an excellent question. I think that uh, for this government, I think for a number of governments over a number of years, uh, we felt that uh, lots is happening in the world, but maybe it doesn't directly impact us. And so uh, I often quote from a Canadian senator back in the 1920s by the name of Ral Danderant, and uh, he said that uh, Canada lives in a fireproof house, far from inflammable materials. That was back in the 1920s. I think a lot of Canadians and a lot of governments have felt the same about Canada in the 21st century, and it's simply not true. Uh, there's so much happening in the world now. All of this stuff impacts us. And we need to pick up our game. We really need to pick up our game. And I think you're right. We're seeing it on so many different fronts right now. You mentioned too. There's also the Chinese foreign interference um, debacle. So um, a, a lot, a lot happening, and the, the world is, is starting to really impinge on us. And we need to, we need to respond.
0: Would you say damage has been done to Canada's <laughs> reputation?
1: Well, it's funny. I mean, I was talking to my wife this morning and we were reading the headlines in the newspapers and, and, you know, both domestically and internationally. And it is getting to the point some days when you feel like, oh, boy, what's it, what's it going to be today? And that seems to be the tenor of the press, uh, at least in Canada and, and to a certain extent overseas as well, um, that, oh, boy, it, if it's not one thing, it's, it, it's another Our our reputation, I think, has been impacted in so many different ways over the last, not just the last few days, but over the last months and to a certain extent years. Um, Our standing in NATO, how we spend on defense, what we do on national security, what we do internationally in various regions in the Indo-Pacific region, all the business over why were we not invited to join AUKUS. Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I've been arguing for a while that that Canada needs to provide a little bit more strategic vision on the role it wants to play in the world, because all these things that happen in the world, they impact it here at home. and we're seeing that, we're seeing that now. so so yeah, there is a reputational side to it without a doubt.
0: Okay, so then what do we what does the government need to do here to signal more seriousness to its allies?
1: Well, I think we could we could start, as I say, by being a little bit more, a little bit more strategic we, we we respond to all of these episodes and all of these events in a very ad hoc sort of knee-jerk reaction and it seems like we're constantly behind the eight ball and so a little bit more strategic vision i think explaining to canadians first of all the state of the world and how all of this impacts canada because we just don't have these kinds of discussions in canada in sort of a sober fashion. We always wait until there's a crisis and then the discussion takes place. So I think the government needs to show some leadership and get out there and say, okay, this is the state of the world. Um, these are the things that we need to do and, and talk about that response. And so strategically, you know, we've not, I've, I've said this many times on your show before, we've, we've not had a national security policy since 2004, I mean, 20, 20 years almost. We've not had a foreign policy statement since 2005. Um, so let's start, with a little bit of strategic vision, what does Canada want to do in the world? And, and uh, you know, what are the resources that we need to carry out uh, these various activities and and restore our reputation, but more importantly than reputation, uh, defend the interests and the values of, of Canadians because that's what governments are, are supposed to do.
0: And when it comes to this, the Indian situation between Canada and India, where do you think Canada stands on this? Like the react, What did you make of the reaction of our allies?
1: I wasn't surprised at all, um, because our allies are in a very, very difficult position here. Everybody knows that the United States in particular, but the West at large, is really going after India right now in the, in the sense of, of um, courting them. They want India as a bulwark against China. Uh, they'd, love, they'd love India even to get off the fence with respect to Russia. It's a, it's a huge country, most populous in the world now burgeoning economy and it's starting to flex its muscles a little bit internationally so there's a great prize on the international stage right now um so for this to come out uh, at 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 this precise time when the united states and others have got a full court press on with respect to india it's it's difficult so um you know they're saying a little bit in public uh but clearly not as much i think as the canadian would, would would like to hear uh the u.s was a little bit more fulsome towards the end of last last week uh jake sullivan the National Security Advisor to President Biden came out and I said, "Listen, we're we're there with, with, with Canada. We we want there to be a full investigation. India's got to play ball, but um, it's it's still it's still I think um, the United States and others as well, the UK, they're hedging their bets a little bit." Um, Even if the U.S. did provide some of the intelligence or the U.K. provided some intelligence, what they say behind closed doors and what they say publicly is not necessarily going to be the same thing. So they're careful. They're really careful. I think they'd like nothing more than Canada and India to sit down and sort this out and get it off the front pages and get it off the radar screen. And let's get back to the most important business, which is from a geostrategic perspective for, for the United States and others. Is to, is to get India on side and and, and really have them as a, as a Western partner.
0: But that doesn't look like it's happening, though, does it? I mean, I d- the ideal situation would be for India to say, well, why do you think this? Let's sit down and talk about this. But they're not doing that.
1: No, and this is the big question, right? What, what's it going to take for India to sit down and at least have, have a discussion? I mean, they, they reject the allegations outright in terms of Mr. Nijar's murder. They say they had nothing to do with it. Um, we're saying on our side that we provided them with intelligence that uh, the National Security Intelligence Advisor, the Director of CSIS, went over to India and provided officials with some of this intelligence, but uh, they're saying nope, they're wiping their hands a it. We're getting back to the same old rhetoric. This is not this is not new stuff in terms of the tensions between the two countries. Um, the old rhetoric about Canada is a haven for sea terrorists, and, and so we're just we're just unfortunately into this into this <laughs> a bit of a spiral right right, right now. Um, I think in a perfect world, if India could just say, listen, let's have a discussion. Uh, bring your officials back over. We'll sit down. We'll look at the intelligence in, in closer detail, and we'll see if we can find a way way through this. Uh, I think that the U.S. will put some pressure on the US, on India uh, behind the scenes to, to do that. And, you know, we've seen a little bit of improvement over the last few days. The rhetoric's come down a, a tiny, tiny bit, notwithstanding some demonstrations outside of, of uh, Indian consulates and the High Commission. Um, but to, to just tone it down and try and, and try and get through this.
0: Do you think that's happening behind the scenes right now? Do you get that sense?
1: Oh, I suspect there's lots of discussions happening behind the scenes. I have no doubt between um, Canada and and India, hopefully, (laughs) certainly between Canada and other allies. So there's lots of discussions and I think everybody would like to see this um, go away. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I mean, on, on on the Indian side, I mean, obviously there's just you know there's, there's domestic factors at play here. Um, Prime Minister Modi's position inside India as a defender of, of of Indian national interest, and to a certain extent, this is playing well for Mr. Modi right now inside India, um, cracking down on on Sikh on Sikh extremism and standing up to to countries who they claim are not playing fair ball. So that's that's part of the problem, I think, if, if Mr. Modi could just step back from, from his own political fortunes inside his country. Don't don't forget he has an election coming up soon too. Well that's next the year, thing. I believe. Yeah. That's it. So this is it's not gonna be easy. But we've seen a few signs in the last few days that maybe the temperature's coming down just a little bit. But uh, you know, it's gonna play out over 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 weeks, months. I think it will subside ultimately, but it's not going away. It's a fraught relationship. It has been, as we all know, for a number of years. Um, in many respects, it's not so much a, an escalation, but a culmination. It's, it's surprising that something more serious hadn't happened before now. Um, but uh, but uh, I, I'm, I'm optimistic or guardedly optimistic that over time, it'll it'll go back to where it was. But that wasn't necessarily a good place
0: to begin with. No, it wasn't. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Vincent. My pleasure, Sidney.